Shabbat Shalom, Brother Mark here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yah's Laws and Commandments. Thank you for tuning into our channel. We are going to get started talking about how Yahshua was sent to the house of Israel. Many times, we, especially in the West, outside of those that have a strong Hebraic upbringing that would have been taught these things, we just picture a different picture in our minds when we read the scriptures. And one of the things that I want to bring attention to you that Yahshua was sent not to every group, every race, every person, but he was sent by Yahweh to the children of Israel. And we're also going to find out maybe not in this study, but in another study, that salvation is promised only to Israel. Israel shall be saved. Now when it says Israel, Yah is not talking about the land of Israel, the physical land of Israel, or people that are in that physical land that are serving sun gods and the works of darkness. He is talking about people that fear Yahweh and obey His laws and commandments. In Acts chapter 10, verse 34 and 35, up to this point, the majority, like 99% of the people that Yahshua in the Gospels ministered to, and the first 9-10 years after his resurrection, that the disciples ministered to, and you can go through the first nine chapters of the book of Acts, and you will see Peter constantly saying, listen, you men of Israel. He says that in numerous places. Here, I'll give you a, a few of those scriptures. Um, let me get my thumbs working here. Alright, where is those notes? Bear with me for me. Um, Alright, in <clears throat> Acts chapter 5, verse 35, Peter said, You men of Israel, listen. Now, I'm just going to go over these scriptures, and you're going to need to write them down and turn to them and do your own study. We also find, that in Acts chapter 5, verse 12, it says, By the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people of Israel. They were in Jerusalem. 
And then it says in verses 15 through 16 that the cities round about Jerusalem, everyone that was in Israel were healed. Look in Acts 2.22. It says, you men of Israel, hear these words. Then in Acts chapter 3, verse 12, he again says, You men of Israel, why marvel at the miracle? Meaning, um, the, the beggar that was at the gate that Peter and John prayed for, and that Yah healed, and there was heal, healing, his ankles were received strength. He said, Why marvel, men of Israel, at this miracle? In Acts chapter 1, verse 6, it's, it, it says, they're asking Yahshua before he ascended if it was now time to restore the kingdom to Israel because Israel was under Roman rule, which meant it was under sun god deities and idolatry rule, just like most of the world is today. So we see in these passages, and here's a few others, in Acts chapter 8, verse 14, he's addressing the apostles at Jerusalem. Um, we also see that in Luke, or no, it's Acts 6, 1, it says there was a murmuring of the Greek or Grecian Jews against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. So they daily passed out food and, you know, things like that, provisions to the widows and to people. And it said here, like in all these other places, they were, they, it was all Hebraic, all Jewish people, or the 99% of it. Now, we also found, as I started to say in Acts chapter 10, after Peter had the vision and Yahweh said to eat, and many people think he's referring to unclean foods, but he's not because if you read the context of the whole chapter, it's talking about people. That if you fear Yahweh, and obey his laws and commandments or work the works of righteousness, he will accept you. So it doesn't matter whether what race you are, what background you are, what status in society you are, if you, and this is the big if, and many people don't qualify for this, if you fear Yahweh and obey his laws and commandments, you will be accepted by Yahweh. You will be accepted, grafted in, so to speak, be part of the children of Israel. But if you don't, if you don't live according to his laws and commandments, then you won't. And if you don't live according to his laws and commandments, no matter who taught you this, no matter where this line of thinking comes from, you really do not fear 
the Elohim of Israel, and you are not serving him. You can only serve him when you receive his Messiah, his Savior, sent to the children of Israel, and obey his laws and commandments. How you can tell and discern if someone is really a believer is if they're obeying his laws and commandments. If they're not willing to obey his laws and commandments, then they are not fearing Yahweh, Elohim. It's really that simple. Now, we may argue against it, we may justify it because of all the things that the church and Christianity has taught us, but they're wrong in these things. You have to go to the scriptures. It doesn't matter what I say, it doesn't matter what the church says, it doesn't matter what Christians say, or it doesn't matter what Jews say. If it does not line up with Torah, if it does not line up with, with thus saith Yahweh, kick it out, throw it out, discard it. Begin to renew, as Paul said in Romans 12, your minds to his laws and commandments. All right, so <clears throat> that was just an introduction. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10 and verses 5 and 6. Now, in verse 1 of Matthew 10, Yahshua is giving instructions to the disciples. Now understand this, all the disciples were of the children of Israel. Okay? Almost all converts until Acts chapter 10 were of the children of Israel. Now, just as we find in Deuteronomy and in the Torah that there were native-born Israelites and then there were grafted in Israelites who wanted to serve Elohim, who wanted to follow um, Yah, and they were able to if they kept his laws and commandments. That's another teaching, but do your own research. In Matthew 10, so Yahshua has given instructions to the disciples. In verse 1, he said he called his 12 disciples, gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of de disease. And you could really put in parentheses to the children of Israel. And you'll understand why I say that in a minute. And then it talks about the names of the disciples. And it says in verse 5, These twelve, Yahshua, sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles. Now the word Gentiles means, 99% of the time in context, it means non-Israelites. So you could read it this way. Go not into the way of non-Israelites and into any city of the Samaritans, non-Israelites, Enter you not, but go. So he's telling him the mission. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That's all 12 tribes 
of Israel. Now, we can, we'll do this in a later study, that you can go to the Torah and find out that the tribes of Israel were scattered. They were scattered all over the place. And he said, go, in paraphrasing, to those lost sheep of Israel that are scattered everywhere. <coughs> in our Western minds, through Christianity, we were thinking and we were taught that he meant to go to, you know, all kinds of people. But that's not the context. The context is the children of Israel. And verse 6, We'll go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And when you think about it, in Mark 16, when it says, Go ye into all the world, he is talking about into all the world of Israel. And this lines up with John 3.16, For Elohim so loved not the world, meaning all races, all people, all ungodly people, all everything. No, he said, the world is the world of Israel. All of Israel, the grafted in, anybody that does righteousness, obeys his laws and commandments, they fear Yahweh, that person is included in Israel. And he said to go, in John 3.16, um, that Yah loved the, the world of Israel. I'm trying to add the words. Well, in the, in the English Bibles it says, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Yah loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever would believe in Him, the whosoever is the children of Israel. Who is Yahshua speaking to in, jo in John chapter 3? Who was He sent to minister to? In John chapter 3, we see that He was, he was ministering, ministering at a feast in, in, in chapter 2. Chapter 3 is continuing at that feast. Nicodemus comes to him, who was a rabbi. He's continually ministering to the children of Israel. And he said, For whosoever is the children of Israel. So let's read it like this. For God so loved the world, Yah so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever that is in Israel, that will believe in Yahshua, that will believe in His laws and commandments, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That lines up with the context of it. Read verses 14 and 15. Again, the whole chapter from chapter 2 to chapter 3, and all of Yeshua's ministry primarily is to the children of Israel. Why would he then break off into a different thought where he's referring to people in Haiti, he's referring to people in Mexico, he's referring to people in the United States, he's referring to people in Europe? No. He was referring to the children of Israel that were scattered abroad around that um, countries, those countries. Because they were scattered about. They were in Egypt, they were in Rome, they were everywhere. 
Okay? He's not referring to, to non-Israelites. Now, in Acts chapter 10, Yahshua changed that by giving Peter the revelation not to call any nation that is not natural Israel, not to call them unclean. But if they accept Yahshua, if they accept and live according to His laws and commandments, then they are accepted by Yah. That's revelation. You know, that gives us an understanding, a biblical Hebraic understanding, and that's what we need, this Greek, pagan, Rome, Christianity understanding that we've been taught to accept is not accurate. And it's only those that live according to His laws and commandments. And when you live according to His laws and commandments, you keep the Sabbath, you keep the feast, you have no idols, you cannot be involved in you know, Christianity, Catholicism, or any other uh, false religion, Buddha, Muslim, uh, whatever. You can't be involved in it in any way, shape, fashion, or form. So, we go back here, and to the children of Israel, he said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you have received, and freely give. Now, you, it, <clears throat> the disciples' calling was to take the calling Yahshua had, which he was sent to the children of Israel to heal the sick in Israel to cleanse the lepers in Israel, to raise the dead in Israel, to cast out demons in Israel. Now, go with me to Matthew chapter 15. Now this is an account of a Canaanite uh, woman who Yahshua said she came to him wanting deliverance for her child. And Yahshua said that, you know, <clears throat> I am not sent. You know, it says in verse 22, And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, Have, master on me, o, have mercy on me, O master, thou son of David. So obviously, just like the woman at the well in John 4, this woman <clears throat> had to have some instruction in Torah that Yahshua was the Messiah. Just like the woman at the well had to have some instruction in Torah about a coming Messiah. And so he said, she, she asked him to have mercy on her even though she wasn't part of the children of Israel because her daughter is grievously vexed with unclean spirits. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away. Why, they knew they were not sent, but only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And the only people that will be saved, according to the scriptures, are the people that fear Yahweh and that obey his laws and commandments, they're the only ones that will be grafted in. 
And they're the only ones that Yah will accept. And it doesn't matter what Christianity has taught you, that if you confess J-E-S-U-S, you'll be saved. It doesn't matter that they've taught you that. Yes, Paul said that if you confess Yahshua, see, Jesus did not exist during Paul's day. That was added in the 1600 by pagan Rome. He said that if you would confess Yahshua, and when you would confess Yahshua as Messiah and Savior, Master, that also is indicating that you cannot confess Yahshua, you cannot love Yahshua unless you keep his commandments according to Yahshua's own words in John 14, verses 15 and 21. That those that will be saved in the end are those that fear Yahweh, and if you fear Yahweh, you obey His laws and commandments. See, we need to get this understanding that this is, this Bible, is a Hebrew Bible. It is written about the children of Israel, by the Elohim of Israel, and the Elohim of Israel sent a children of Israel, Jewish, Messiah, to pay the price to save Israel. And if you want salvation, all you have to do is accept Yahshua and live according to his laws and commandments. When you say that you accept Yahshua, you receive him as your Savior, you then are receiving also his laws and commandments and how he instructed us to live. And that begins in the, in the Torah. Because it was Yahshua that came to Moses on the mount and, and brought him the commandments, the instructions, the rules, the regulations of Yahweh. And so we see here that he said in verse 24, But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And he said, it is not right to take the children's bread, the children of Israel's bread, the children of Israel's provision, the children of Israel's promises, and to cast them to pagan, Gentile, unbelievers, or non-Israelites. And her response said truth. She did not argue. She did not try to defend her position. She said, you're correct, Yahshua. Yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. And Yahshua answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee as thou wilt. And her daughter was delivered at that moment. Now a lot of people take from this the message of faith, that as long as you have faith, but see, she was agreeing with the Torah. She was agreeing that healing, deliverance, 
only belonged to the children of Israel. She was, she was agreeing with Yahshua and everything he said. That is great faith in Yahshua's eyes. When you agree with the Torah, when you agree that, yep, I see it in the scriptures, the Sabbath is not the first day of the week, it's Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. I, I see in the scriptures that the feasts are from generation to generation, and to the best of my ability, uh, according to the understanding I have, I will keep them. And the more you teach me, Yahweh, the more I can keep them and understand what to do and what not to do. The more I understand the Torah, the more I keep having no idols before me. You cannot pray to someone that, that is dead, that the Catholic Church calls a saint, which is nothing, nothing more than an idol, a familiar spirit, a demon spirit. You cannot pray to anyone that's dead, and they will answer you. That's called idolatry. That's called paganism. That's called sun god worship. You and I are instructed to pray to the Father through the living Messiah. So, we see here that Yahshua was sent and all the promises are for the children of Israel. I'm just going over my notes here real quickly. Um, all right, let's go to Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23 and 24. Matthew chapter 4 verses 23 and 24. It says, And his fame went throughout all Syria. Now, I've never been to Israel, but through Google, according to what Google said, Syria is approximately... 650 miles from Galilee, Jerusalem, all that surrounding area. So it says here that his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had palsy, and he healed them. Them who? The children of Israel that were in all round about Syria. Not Syrians, not those that were in Syria that were non-Israelites because it said that he was sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And when you add that in context, 
Look in the previous verse, verse 23. And Yahshua went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the good news. The good news is that if you obey Yah's laws and commandments, you'll be accepted by Him. And healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Who was the people? He was in Galilee. They were the children of Israel. See, when we read that, all the people, we just automatically get a thought in our minds that it's believer and non-believer. No. He healed all the children of Israel. Yeshua went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the children of Israel. So, if you are among the children of Israel, and you are suffering from any form of sickness or disease, Yahshua, by His Spirit, has been sent to you through the gifts of His Spirit, through the prayer of faith, through other servants of the Most High, to minister His healing anointing to whatever manner of sickness and disease you may be facing. And so I release His anointing, I loosen His anointing, I loosen His favor upon you as a grafted-in or native-born Israelite, and I say, be healed by the authority of Yahshua's name. Be healed in Yeshua's name. And verse 24 then says, this fame went about, went throughout all Syria, and that all the children of Israel in those countries. Now think about it. They came to him. That's 650 miles away. You and I don't think nothing about it. That'd be like where we live in southwest Florida driving to, to Georgia or the Panhandle somewhere up in that area, maybe a little further. In our cars, you know, 10 hour drive. That ain't, they didn't have cars. They may have gotten into a boat. I'm not sure if there was a sea that went that way or not. But most of them either had to walk, get on a horse, get on a camel, or get on a donkey. And that took some effort. And only those that were serious did those things. Because the people knew that this was the Messiah of Israel. That he was ministering to the children of Israel. He was resurrecting people of Israel. And I'm not sure it's in Luke. I know in chapter 4, verse 16, it says, And he came to Nazareth, where he has been brought up as his custom was, and he went in on the synagogue on the Sabbath day. So right here we see that Yahshua keeps and continues to keep 
And in the millennial reign, I know I promised that this week we'd be talking about the thousand-year reign, but Yah said that that's not quite ready yet, that it's still simmering on the back burner. So, maybe next week. Nonetheless, he, in the, the thousand-year reign, we're going to keep the Shabbat. Okay? And it said, he st- he, as his custom was, he went in on this in Galilee. This is where the children of Israel were. Synagogue, children of Israel. He read the scriptures to the children of Israel. And then you can read about how he, he spoke to them about the anointing of the Spirit of Yah. But there is also, I think in Luke chapter 6 somewhere, or maybe it's chapter 7, where... He resurrected a child that they were in a funeral possession. Um, Yep. In Luke chapter 7 verse 11 it says, And it came to pass the day after, and you can read in chapter 7 that a certain centurion, the Yahshua healed. Okay, and it says, at, uh, the day after that, he went into a city called Nun, which is around Israel. And many of his disciples went with him and much people. And when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was here, was with her. And when the master saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. And he came and touched the, the, the bier, and they that bare him stood still, and he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead set up and delivered, and sat up and began to speak, and he was delivered, he delivered him. To his mother, and there came a fear on all, catch this, and they glorified Elohim, that a great prophet is risen among, the, among us, and that Elohim had visited his people. Now, think about this. Why didn't the children of, uh, why didn't his disciples say, stop it, we weren't sent like they did to the Canaanite woman. We weren't sent to her. Why didn't they call her a dog? Why didn't Yahshua refer to this situation as non-Israelite people? Like he did to um, the Canaanite woman in Matthew 15. Like he did to the Samaritan woman at the well in John 4. Why didn't they say something? Because they... This family, these people, were part of the children of Israel. Had to be. Otherwise, they would have said it. And he wasn't sent, but only to the children of Israel. And so when we read these things, it will give us great insight and revelation um, concerning that Yahshua was sent... Now, when you go 
to Acts chapter 10. This is when Peter, up to Acts chapter 10, they were only focused on the children of Israel. And Yahshua never taught them to accept anybody that obeys Torah or anybody that fears Yah. He never taught them that. Their mindset was that any other nation was a Gentile nation and they were not to have anything to do with them. And in Acts chapter 10, by Yah's spirit, Peter had a vision. Peter was caught up into a trance by the power of Yah's spirit. And Yah began to communicate with him in the only way that he would understand, and that was about clean and unclean foods, and that Peter understood what Yahshua was speaking when servants from Cornelius' house came to him and said, Cornelius, who fears Yah, who's done many good things, that he w wants to talk to you. And... Yah's spirit said for Peter to go with him. So he went with them and he received revelation and understanding that anybody, and Peter said, I perceive that Yah is no respect of persons. Now in Christianity, the, the charismatic churches that we belong to taught that he only respects faith. That's not accurate. That's not the context. He only respects those and accepts those that obey his laws and commandments because when you obey his laws and commandments, you fear Yahweh, and when you are walking by faith, you will obey his laws and commandments, and you will fear Yahweh. Peter said, I perceive that Yah is no respecter of persons. If, big if, doesn't matter whether what color your skin is, like my skin is white, uh, many Hebrew people's skins are brown, some are black, uh, uh, some are yellow. It doesn't matter what color of your skin is, and please hear me. It's not about the color of your skin. It's not about your background. It's not about your social standings. It's not about anything but you and I obeying Yah's laws and commandments. And when we obey His laws and commandments, His Torah, and live accordingly, we will receive Messiah. We will be walking by faith. And we will be accepted in the eyes of Yah. That is the context. That is the context. And then he goes on to say, this is awesome, Acts 10.38. He said, How Yah anointed Yeshua of Nazareth with Yah's spirit and power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now, in our Christianity circles that we were all, most of us were all part of, we we were taught and we taught that he he healed all, 
believer, unbeliever, the homosexual, the non-homosexual, the guy that doesn't keep the Sabbath, the guy that does keep the Sabbath, the guy that worships demons and idols and false gods, and the guy that doesn't. No! No! He said it in context. It says, How Yah anointed Yahshua of Nazareth with Yah's spirit and power, who went about doing good, bringing healing to all the children of Israel. That's the context. Yahshua was sent to Israel. He wasn't sent to every nation. He was sent to Israel. He was sent to Israel. So, Yahshua went about doing good, bringing him to all that were part of the children of Israel. Why? He said in Matthew 4 that he went, he went to, let's go back there real quickly, Matthew 4, 23 Matthew 4:23 You know new bibles are sticky to turn bear with me And Yeshua went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news of the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of and healing didn't say heaven all the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the children of Israel and I just added the children of Israel says all the people where were the people they were in Galilee who lives in Galilee the children of Israel so Yahshua was anointed with Yah's spirit and with power. And those that are anointed with a fivefold anointing, with a healing anointing, you are anointed to do the same thing, to, to bring healing and deliverance to the children of Israel. Those that fear Yahweh and those that obey His laws and commandments, whether they're native-born and serve the Elohim of Israel. Now, they may be native-born, they may be, say, a native Jew, but they're serving sun gods. They call in Jesus. They worship on Sundays. They don't keep the Sabbath. Well, that person is not yet part of this, the covenant of Israel. They have the calling, but they have not been grafted in yet. What did um, Paul say? He said, you and I are Jews or children of Israel, Israelites, inwardly, not just outwardly. Anybody can be one outwardly. It's whether you obey his laws and commandments inwardly. Okay? Now, real quickly, I want to go over some scriptures um, go about salvation is promised to the children of Israel. I could have broke this up uh, into two different teachings, but
but it just kind of goes hand in hand. So let's read. Isaiah 45, 17 says, But Israel shall be saved in Yahweh with an everlasting salvation. So now, who's he referring to as Israel? Is it just anybody who lives over in the Middle East somewhere? No. He's referring to people that serve Yahweh, fear Yahweh. Blessed is the man that fears Yahweh and delights greatly in his commandments. Psalm 112, verse 1. Also, Peter said, I perceive that Yah is no respecter of persons, and that he will accept anyone that fears Yahweh and does righteousness, which means obeys his laws and commandments. Now, let's turn to Jeremiah 23. And we're going to see that almost all these verses say the very same thing. Jeremiah 23 and verse 6 says, In his days Judah shall be saved. Judah are the Jews. I believe it's the northern kingdom. There's the northern kingdom. In this. I think the southern kingdom is the children of Israel. The northern kingdom is, is Judah, which are the Jews. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's my understanding. So in his days, Judah shall be saved and Israel. So the southern kingdom and the northern kingdom shall dwell safely. And this is his name, whereby he shall be called Yahweh, our righteousness. Okay, now... Look in chapter 33 of Jeremiah. See, the promises are to the children of Israel. That's why when you've been born from above, whether you know it or not, you have been grafted into Israel, and you are an Israelite regardless of social standings, regardless if you are not native born and regardless of the color of your skin verse 16 in those days shall Judah be saved and Jerusalem shall dwell safely and this is the name wherewith she shall be called Yahweh our righteousness now Let's flip over to Acts chapter 13 and verse 23. Of this man's seed, and this is talking about David, has Elohim according to his promised promise raised unto Israel a savior Yahshua okay let's read it again of this man's seed meaning David has Elohim according to his promise raised Israel 
a Savior, Yahshua. Now, you can read Isaiah chapter 11. Let's see if I can turn there without the pages getting stuck together. Isaiah 11, verse 11. And it shall come to pass in that day that Yahweh shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people, which is the children of Israel, which shall be left from Assyria, from Egypt, from Pathros, from Cush, from Elam, from Shinar, from Hamath, and from the islands of the sea. And he shall set up an ensign for nations and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. And we see that when Yahshua in Matthew 25, when he comes back and he gathers the children of Israel from the four corners of the earth. Where does that come from? Again, the prophets. So we see here that Yah promised a Savior to whom? The children of Israel. So, if you want salvation, that is great. I do. Well, you can't keep serving sun gods. You can't keep serving um, Christianity that doesn't keep the Sabbath that doesn't keep his laws and commandments, that tells you you don't have to. But you have to be grafted in by the power of his spirit. Um, okay, look in Romans chapter 11. And I know I'm just grabbing some verses quickly. But you can read the context of all this in Romans 11 verse 26 and it says and so all Israel shall be saved as it is written there shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away wickedness from Jacob. You know, you can read this in Isaiah 59, 20, Joel 2, and verse 32. And then it says, For this is my covenant unto them. Unto whom? Unto the children of Israel. When I take away their sins. So this tells me, that he took away the sins of the children of Israel. Not people that are non-Israelites. Wow. As concerning the good news, they are enemies for your sakes. Whose enemies for your sakes? Non-Israelites. But as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake, for the gifts and callings of Elohim are without repentance. This isn't talking about 
and individuals' gifts and callings. This is talking about Israel's gifts and callings. For as ye in times past have not believed Elohim, yet have now obtained mercy through their unbelief, even so have also now not believed that through your mercy they also may obtain mercy. May obtain, obtain mercy. So we see here that the covenant is for Israel. Now, if you read in Acts chapter 4, now remember in Hebrews, we will turn to Hebrews, I think it's chapter 8 in a minute. But Acts 4, 12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men. Men who? Men anybody? Or in context, men, the children of Israel, whereby we must be saved. And since salvation is for the children of Israel, in order to receive salvation, you have to be grafted into Israel. You have to be an Israelite. It's not just anybody. You can't, you know, it's just not anybody. If you are born from above and you obey Yah's laws and commandments, you are grafted in. You will fear Yahweh. But if you think you've been born from above, and you despise his laws and commandments, you teach others not to obey his laws and commandments, you are not grafted in, and you are not born from above, and you are not part of the children of Israel. Uh, one more scripture, and then we'll close this. In Hebrews chapter 8, I believe it's Hebrews. Beginning in verse 8. He said, Behold the days come, saith Yahweh. I didn't say this, Yah said this. When I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. He didn't make a new covenant with non-Israelites. He made a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, with the southern and the northern kingdom. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant. They did not continue in the Torah. They did not continue obeying his laws and commandments. And I regarded them not, saith Yahweh. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. Okay? This is the covenant that Yah said, I will make with the house of Israel. A non-Israelite cannot be saved. If you don't obey Yah's laws and commandments, you don't fear Yahweh, you cannot be saved. 
I know that's hard, you know, a slap in the face to Christians and to people that were taught things like all they have to do is believe that, that J-E-S-U-S existed and confess that he was raised from the dead and you'll be saved. No, he was talking to the children of Israel. And you would have to confess Yahshua. And in order to confess Yahshua, that also includes believing in his laws and commandments. And it says, um, And I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith Yahweh, I will put my laws into their mind and write them into their hearts. I will be to them an Elohim, and they shall be to me a people. So, if Yah has not placed His laws and commandments, a love relationship with His laws and commandments within your heart and in your mind, and you don't love to keep His commandments, you are not part of Israel, and you are not saved. It doesn't matter how you slice it up, how you defend it, you are not saved. You may have been baptized, you may, ha you may have been baptized into um, pagan Christianity, but you have not been baptized. You will obey his laws and commandments. I hope that didn't... You will obey His laws and commandments. When you have been baptized into Messiah, you will obey His laws and commandments. And you may have been baptized into Christianity, but that's not the same thing. That's two, two different entities. It'd be like eating an apple and an orange, two different things. Both have vitamin C in it, two different things. So, if... He has not written his laws and commandments upon your heart and into your mind. You are not born from above. And then it says, and they shall not teach every man his neighbor. You can read the rest of it. So he said, it is a promise to the children of Israel. Salvation is to Israel. Israel shall be saved. Those that obey his laws and commandments shall be saved. Those that endure obeying his laws and commandments to the end shall be saved that's for the children of Israel that's not for sun god deity worshipers that's not for anybody else but the children of Israel so I hope this helped you I hope this encouraged you I hope this um, gave you some insight that Israel shall be saved and that Yahshua and the gospel was sent to the children of Israel. And the only way you and I can be grafted into that is if we fear Yah and accept His laws and commandments and live according to them. So, Father, we just thank You. We bless You. We worship You for this truth. We pray that You would continue to minister this truth to our hearts in the past.